Crimson Tower Studios. Welcome to the Old World Podcast, the unofficial podcast for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay and the original podcast to bring you both discussion and actual play in Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Lance, and I'm joined today with the entire Old World Podcast team. And uh, we are going to do a bonus episode. We're actually going to go through kind of a... How, how would you describe this, Matt? The, this is our story so far. Our story so far. I really like that. And so... We just uh, we've been playing for a while, and just to catch everybody up and all the different details, we're going to kind of go through all of that, and then you guys are going to be able to listen in as well. So uh, our normal actual play episodes will continue on later. Uh, but before we get that, just to go around the table because this might be the first time you hear some of us. Um, I'm Lance. I'm the GM for the game, and my name is Matt. I play or played Ottokar Sternberg and do the voice for Heinrich. Excellent. The the noble servant. And a new character that you will be introduced to soon. Yes. My name is Janet. I play Lynn Muriel, and I'm a high elf. I'm basically the best of the group in case you missed all the episodes. She, she's the one that <laughs> that we all sit around rooting to make She's essentially she's a wizard. an elf that's Doctor Strange, where she can see, perceive multiple timelines, different <laughs> right. universes all at once. I also miscast badly sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, and... Uh, I am Steve, and I play Conrad, the noble, noble-ish character. <laughs> nice. And we are we are joined today for the first time, who you will be hearing throughout the podcast as we go forward, Kyle. Hi, my name is Kyle, and uh, I am going to play a dwarf bounty hunter named Thorgrim Finebeard. Awesome. So uh, Kyle's going to have a little bit more of an introduction in our next actual play episode, so you'll hear that in a little bit. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and get started. So uh, essentially, I'm going to go through uh, a list of like events and stuff that had happened. We're just going to go around the table and people are going to, you know, we'll just see how this goes. So, all right. So, guys, um, this campaign started back in the day on the 15th of Flugzeit, I guess we'll call it. I'm not sure how to say that. I'm terrible at German. Um, Flugzeit. Flugzeit. Um, the, party, the party was hired by Halfling. Haggard Leafoot. Everybody knew him as Hag. Uh, they, if you would have named him Hagrid, I think Janet would have not been quite so excited when he was like, I don't know how to describe it. He was like sieved to death. Sieved. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Cut into multiple pieces. <laughs> I think she celebrated his death. He was stretched thin. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> One might say he stretched himself. <laughs> All right. So, um, Hag hired the party to discover the fate of his patron's grandfather, mysterious patron that wasn't uh, very much discussed. They were led up the mountain by a local shepherd named Carl, who had discovered a cave beneath the mountain watchtower by accident. So, uh, the party finds a cave and discovers that it's infested with goblins and mushrooms. And mushrooms, yes, actually, mushrooms. actually, uh, while in the cave, the party finds and pockets several glowing blue mushrooms, and and thank goodness we did that because they came in handy later. It's true, and man, you guys, I can't. If you go back and listen, there's like numerous discussions on whether we should eat these mushrooms. Oh yes, in <laughs> retrospect, it's probably good we didn't. Lynn overhears green skin conversation, uh, which hints at a large goblin invasion. The party escapes certain death by falling into a well. 
Um, which I believe Otto actually just pulled I everyone like dragged down everybody with him. in, yeah, because yeah. we would have died otherwise. Yeah, that's ironic. We were escaping death. We almost all died. Yeah, right. by drowning in an <laughs> underwater cave. Turns out none of us learned swim. <laughs> right. That's, nobody had the swim skill at all. The underground river deposits the party in another underground cavern where they find the skeletal remains of who Hag actually believe is his patron's grandfather. Uh, if I remember correctly, the body was like stuck under a rock. Yeah, right. like pinned under and they just, yeah, they couldn't chew off their own legs. So they died. Right. So near, near the body, there's a link, a magical language scratched into the wall, which looked to be like an incomplete attempt to cast some unknown spell. If you remember, like when we picked up the amulet, like it summoned like something, right? And we had to, right. So like there, there were two necklaces that were discovered, right? One had the mark of a house on it, which was a pendant that you're referring to. The other was like a rudimentary necklace, which appeared to be, be made out of black bone chunks. So uh, when the necklaces were removed uh, from the body, a ghostly face appeared in the wall and a chilling scream filled the cavern. And then you guys all booked it. Yep. Yeah. So that seemed like our best bet. Yeah. So you uh, flee the mountain cave by jumping back in the underground river getting deposited back in a previous like a little waterfall didn't we still have to try to didn't we climb out we left a rope there or the rope yeah. was gone was the rope there no the rope was there but um the uh the carl. shepherd carl was supposed to be waiting for you at the top yeah we he was just gone. gone we assumed he was dead yeah so um carl was nowhere to be found and then almost immediately after leaving the cave you're ambushed by a half dozen goblins nobody does particularly well in this com- combat except for Heinrich who basically just, you guys would kind of wound a, a goblin and Heinrich would come along and finish him off. It's like per <laughs> the usual, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. So after that fight, they dis- you guys discovered two bodies were strung up not far from the cave entrance and they appeared to be had used for goblin target practice. They had rudimentary like targets painted on them. Um, upon closer inspection, the bodies you guys noticed that they had uniforms of the Zanstadt city guard under their cloaks and tattoos of a dark bird on their arms. Boy, I remember none of that. Really? It's well, a good thing we're doing this. Right. I, that literally, you may have just made that up. I, I can't be sure. In addition, Lynn found a note on the guards with a description that matches Conrad. So Lynn, dis- uh, Lynn also discovered with her you know, amazing peer into the soul of the world around her. Um, a scribbled map in the dirt that shows what appeared to be some sort of plan to surround or possibly ambush the party when they came out of the goblin cave. The party raced down the mountain, uh, trying to escape uh, growing goblin numbers around them, only to find a large orc guarding the bridge they previously used to cross over a ravine. This was when Lynn shined, right? Because she like cast a noise spell that distracted it so he could get across absolutely yep and then but it only worked so much and then you got really lucky in how you were running across the the bridge and managed to outrun the orc before they could get back and we like cut the bridge on the other side right so it couldn't get across yep exactly as you went farther down the mountain you witnessed a mysterious figure fight off several goblins with pistols and a glowing sword um off kind of in the distance where you could see but it didn't appear that they saw you. That moment had a big impact on Otto. Right. Otto, at that point, that was like his 
because I was, I was severely to... injured yeah. coming out of the the cave, yeah, going through the water, and that like inspired Otto to want to make a big change in his life. Right. So um, his, unbeknownst to him, very short lived life. <laughs> it's very short lived life. That's right. So uh, once you guys uh, eventually got to the river, there were two boats, um, but you guys had already brought one. Um, you got back in your boat, took off down the river. Uh, later on, I, like ran into some halflings. You did. You ran into a tra- trio of halfling fishermen. Um, they made a comment that the city guard had been looking for Conrad. They knew this somehow. That was actually when I finished my first uh, short-term ambition. I was a known adventurer, kind of. <laughs> right? They recognized me. Um, so that was your uh, second day. Uh, your third day, the 17th of Pluvite. The party arrives in Zonstadt and stays in an inn called the Spotted Rooster, which cost of which were covered by Hag. So at this point, we took uh, an in-between adventure session, um, which lasted three weeks as a party like healed up and stuff. All right. So the next thing is uh, Lynn. Uh, so in the in-between sessions here, um, Lynn sees a sign, uh, a, which is a feather and a branch being pushed by the wind, which is only visible to those with winds of magic. Um, this caused her to reach out to meet an elf envoy in the woods who gave her a magical license from the Colleges of Magic with a note indicating that she would need it soon. So she also revealed the, the information on this with the, uh, the messenger there who was white robes with red trim. Um, he had fire in his fingertips at one point because he was so angry with Lynn for, you know, he just did not like being in the dark and he was frustrated because he was sent to the city apparently to be a messenger and she had no idea who he was. So... Um, yeah. I might have been a tiny bit snarkier than I needed to be. Whatever. Maybe. Maybe. So, um, Otto was summoned to Merchant's Guild meeting in Zonstadt to discuss his new business proposal. Um, due to one of Conrad's friends, whose name was Saren, and explicitly saying that all of Otto's holdings in Ubersreich had been seized, they denied his request. Uh, the The denial was brought forth by Atherton, a local businessman who did not want Otto to start doing business in town. And Atherton insulted Lynn. A fight broke out, and a duel was declared. So while Otto and Lynn are catching up, they discover they're being watched. They chase the man down uh, in the uh, inn and to a room, and they discovered he was hired by Atherton to spy on them. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. I do. Okay, awesome. That's uh, we're like, uh, we have these mushrooms. We don't know what they do, but please grind them into a powder and then pour them into his drink. Right. <laughs> And he, the guy agreed because I think we threatened to kill him or something. Well, see, you started to interrogate him. He was shot by an unknown assassin. That's right. Right? So he survived, and you tortured him, basically, by <laughs> causing him pain where he'd been hurt. I was not on board with that plan. Nice. Yeah. yeah sure. Well, you did. And you were there. You, you were, were culpable. Complicit. That's right. Yeah. So um, then you guys paid him to put some ground-up mushrooms that, that you had found in Atherton paid him, at least. <laughs> right. So that was a business transaction. It wasn't torture. <laughs> there was pain involved, but it wasn't torture. Nice. So meanwhile, while you guys are going through all of this, Conrad and Heinrich are summoned to Baron Dieter Rolsman von Zonstadt's estate, basically the Baron. Um, do you remember this? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah so um you were summoned for 
lots of reasons, but the primary reason was one of your relatives, uh, Rutger von Holes, was missing. And Rutger is the one that normally stays in Zonstadt and takes care of family business in, in the town. Do you remember all of that? I remember what I did. Maybe not all the little intricacies. You like picked up a <laughs> I know Heinrich can't find water, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so in addition, the Baron informs Conrad of multiple undead sightings in the city. And that Rooker had found out who was behind the undead, but disappeared before he could say who. The Baron is also very angry with the Holes family, as there are rumors that another of Conrad's brothers, Berthold, is leading a small army of troops from Altdorf, 500 strong, to the city. The Baron believes the Holes family has been eyeing the throne of Zonstadt in recent uh, years, and the recent ouster in Ubersreich has the Baron suspicious. So he basically accused you of a bunch of stuff, brought you in, said, what's going on? Where's your brother? You're the only representative. I don't want to deal with you. Do you remember all that? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty... You actually, I was impressed. You did a good job of playing the noble there. Like, oh, my Lord. Like, it was it was pretty good. Um, Yeah, so... A high with uh, etiquette nobles. Right. So to make matters worse, um, the Baron also informed Conrad that there are several witch hunters in the city that are making life difficult for everyone. One of the Baron's servants, General Wolfgang Hans, who is maintaining the Marts of Lager, which is basically to the to the east kind of the area where you guys had been at the mountain had come in to inform the baron that there was a significant increase in green skin activity and he requires additional troops uh the baron ordered conrad to have the holes family send troops into the march to support the general immediately so i don't know if you ever got around to doing that well i know we didn't (laughs) (laughs) no we also tried to like warn them that there was this potential green skin invasion coming and they were like eh, yeah whatever we yeah whatever we don't we don't got time for rumors right so, so um, we're like peace out this place is gonna burn to the ground soon not <laughs> us <laughs> so during the meeting with the baron uh before before conrad would leave actually um he stole several documents from the baron's desk you guys remember those documents you later read them we can touch base on that in a little bit and he was met by the baron's son siegfried and Siegfried explains that he had a theory that his father could somehow, the Baron, could somehow be involved in this necromancer business and then leads Conrad into to the Baron's bedchamber. That's not creepy at all. Yeah, no. Siegfried. I got second thoughts about that guy. <laughs> so, all right, so you proceed to turn the search of the Baron's room. You remember what you found? Yeah, I found, um, was that the room where I found the jewel-encrusted dagger? Yep, you found a oh, gold yeah. jewel-encrusted dagger under the Baron's pillow, which you oh, pilfered yes. immediately. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nobility there. here, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. And I mean, it's, it's finest. <laughs> right. He's, I, I imagine him to and be jewels. like Abu from Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Just hopping around. <laughs> Like, always trying to make himself look spiffy and steal shiny things, but, like, kind of underhanded. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mine. One step ahead of the law, man. <laughs> that's really, of... that's kind of like Conrad is. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when I opened up the drawers with the documents, there was two gold coins in there, and I'm like, I'm not a thief. <laughs> and I closed it. 
I don't steal little things. You really just use your nobility to as a front, but you're really just a thief. Uh, no, I'm 13th more, in line. You know. <laughs> more, I think he just uses his nobility title to get out of trouble. He just yes. doesn't care. There we go. <laughs> so um, after you found the dagger, you found a, a secret passage uh, leading to uh, down below uh, the uh, the estate. And uh, you found several hidden rooms, including a large room with blood-stained tables and a room with a paper-covered desk and shelves full of organs and jars. And you, Do you remember what happened here? You want to explain this part? As far as I remember, before I got overwhelmed, <laughs> um, not the exact, I just remember I was sw- swarmed by undead. They yeah. came out the doors and kind of trapped me in the basement until I fought my way out. Yeah, your superior with, fighting with skills. fire, right? Didn't you yeah. like yeah. fire? Against sure them? did. Yeah. yeah, lamp oil. <laughs> you got good old lamp oil. Always have lamp oil. Yes, <laughs> and hopefully a match too. So you're ambushed by several zombies, and during the battle, you grabbed a slightly luminescent jar of green fluid. Oh yes, and a pendant or necklace that looks exactly like the one Hag pulled from the body in the goblin cave. You had a couple of uh, but, but couple hey, of rolls you had you're to make no when you grab those. <laughs> you're no hey, I'm yeah. not taking these these coins. In the middle but, of a uh, battle, no less. Like yeah. I'm going to get behind that table and use it as cover. I'm going to grab this, this, and this <laughs> while I'm here. <laughs> if I survive, you may as well make out with the goods. Yeah, multitask. So, despite the fact that you ended up lighting several zombies on fire, you were not doing well. You got a critical um, that I think you're still suffering from. Yeah, yep, like I a, got a torn muscle still. Yep, mm. and then. Um, can't you were you things were not going well for you, but luckily for you, someone came to your rescue. You remember Siegfried. Siegfried came to your rescue, um, mm. not really obviously knowing how to use a sword all that well, <laughs> but he managed to distract them for a little bit. <laughs> Almost went down himself, but you were able to finish off the zombies, and then he warned you. That's when he warned you about the impending duel, and then uh, he tells you that someone is going to try to kill or assassinate Otto for some reason that's not part of the duel, during the duel, and uh, basically tells you, go, I'll take care of this, you know, take save your friend. Yep, and I did. I left him there, and I said, thank you. <laughs> Went to go warn my friend Otto. So, yeah, but if I remember, we, like, met up, and then, like, an hour later, you're like, oh, hey, wait a second. <laughs> I know you're leaving right now for this duel, but... Uh, I should mention this. I, yeah. I, did I not mention that before? <laughs> so uh, Conrad meets the party at the Spotted Rooster, and they are joined by a surprise uh, visitor, Sylvie Wagner von Holes, Conrad's sister. Um, she's taken up her herbalism and was recruited last year by a mysterious witch hunter. She is in Zanhas with the group of witch hunters and joins the party to investigate the duel and Atherton in general. For some reason, she was suspicious of Atherton. You guys remember that? Oh, yeah. So I'll tell you what wasn't suspicious was Heinrich's love of Sylvia. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That His was profound awesome. and deep love. That was also not at all like subtle. So uh, the party travels to the dueling ga- ground um, and concocts a plan to cheat. Right. So before they do that, more, though, I'm sorry, cheat more so than they already were. <laughs> right. Right. So cheat no. some more. So to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. There were several at this point. Conrad goes, "Oh yeah, I have these notes," and and Conrad's like, "I can read them, but does someone else want to?" And then, do you remember what these notes were all about? 
Do we want to do a quick recap on them? How about I read them? Sounds good. I think that'd be great. <clears throat> Was there an order to these? There wasn't, right? I don't, I don't think it's important. All right. These That's are all the papers. To be clear, these are the oh, notes. That Sylvie had them and assumed they were blank. <laughs> yeah. And then passed them to you, and there actually was text on Right. So these are, to be clear, these were all the things that Conrad found in the desk of the Baron. With the two gold coins that he left there. That he left there, Because yeah. he's not a thief. Because I'm not a thief. Let's reiterate. First letter no. says, My lord, I may have discovered another scion from Holmes. She travels with witch hunters and pushes herself off as a common herbalist. But make no mistake, she is a daughter of Holzen and goes by the name Sylvie. I am unsure why she is here or why she has not moved to take her brother's place. But if there are concerns, this seems to raise more questions about the motivations of both this Sylvie and her brother Conrad. And if she should prove to be an issue, we should wait to see her allegiances before moving forward. Your servant, and it has been ripped to where we cannot see who wrote this letter. Mm. You can see a little bit. Okay. You want to do your handwriting analysis and tell me what that says, Mr. I don't have read right? One letter. That letter right there is the top of an S. Sig. That could be an F. That could be a D. Sig free. Could be. Just saying. Does Matt even have read right? I do. (laughs) Diekmere can read. Now Lynn. your new one can. Got it. Okay. Wait, Otto, Otto could read. Otto read. read. I'm pretty sure Conrad is the only one in the group that can't. <laughs> can't. Hey, hey, hey. I can read. But nobody knows that. <laughs> he hired that. a servant to he do his reading for him. But I'm a noble, so Heinrich handles beneath all my paperwork. You. It's beneath you. That's right. <laughs> all right. So this one says, my Lord Baron Rollsman. Is that right? Yeah, that's the Baron's name. Perfect. Yeah. Alandar is besieged. We have broken their lines, but an army of orcs and goblins has besieged us for three days. Send troops immediately. They misspelled immediately. We estimate 2,000 of the foul greenskins. Maybe more. Your servants, Castellan, Granholm, Von Grottel. They need some work with their penmanship and to up their read-write skills. Right. So to be clear, the Castellan here is, and you guys knew this because Conrad was able to tell you because he would know in general. Being noble. Being noble. The other like nobles and rulers in the area. This is one of the servants of the Baron who essentially controls a castle near the the Great Mountains, which is arguably the like one of the first defensive lines against any sort of invasion out of the mountains. We have another letter here signed by just an A, potentially A Z. It could be a flourish at the end, anybody's guess. Uh it Man, says last time I write anything in here, <laughs> I'm gonna It says, the witch hunters are making preparations very difficult. Rumors of undead are often looked into by the witch hunters, and they are quick to put someone to the stake. Worse yet, they might discover our plans. We need to pin this on someone quickly so we can get the hunters out of town and get back to work. I did find an elf witch is in town. Here an elf witch is in town. It's my reading skills that need to be upped. Would that be Atherton? With I, an a. Be, I, I was thinking it could be Atherton. That makes perfect sense. So like your skill level with read to write is at 32 tops. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. I already read I think the it's, I think her read is, is quite fine. I think it's uh, the other character's right that was maybe not. <laughs> oh, just, wow. Man. <laughs> I said character, not you as a person, Lance. Mm-hmm. It's not personal. I mm-hmm. believe that you... you I mean, yeah, you, you can write. 
This one has a right. seal. Yeah. This is official mm. documentation. Uh, Atherton Kaufman, Baron Dieter Rolsman von Zonstadt. Greetings. Well, our deal is struck. I can't read. While our deal is struck, I feel it necessary to remind you that it is imperative that you take care of any competition, including ballistas, trebuchs, or any other cannons or mortars, obviously. That would be trebuchets. 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 That's what that is. I just can't read. It looks like a K. And I just went with it. The Trebek sounds I cool, though. Is. I mean, <laughs> the Trebek, it's a new, <laughs> the it's a new war machine. Dude, I want to just bring out Trebek. A, somebody design a Trebek right now. <laughs> I'm very sorry to both Alex Trebek and Trebuchets everywhere. Also, remember, we must avoid any imperial entanglements. Be wary of anyone from Altdorf or Nuln. S. Santavario. Santavino. Yeah, that's what I meant. Santavino. That sounds. Santavino, which you'll be, uh, so this is the part where like we tied our story in a little bit with Garblag Games and Flint and Steel because they're dealing with an entire storyline in Nuln with uh, essentially the crime family, the Santavinos. So, mm. Santavinos. Sound like a central Santavinos. old world area, right? <laughs> so that one was signed by. So what did we really S- learn from all these Santavino. letters? That the witch hunters, somebody's behind this, they're trying to pin it on, uh, you know. On somebody. Me. I don't know. There's a lot of incriminating documentation that doesn't make a whole lot of sense right yeah, now. For some true. reason, they know about my sister, Sylvie. Oh, there's more. There's a lot about you, Conrad. And they seem to like me. My lord, I've found a secret passage in several rooms hidden away right here in the Rollsman Manor. Not only does this passage hold many dark secrets, but it leads to the Master Suite. I have not fully explored, but there are strange sounds coming from other rooms. I fear that, oh no, this this paper has clearly been covered in liquid and the letter trails off with no signature. I fear for the person's life who was writing this. All right. So all of that was discuss- discussed like 10 minutes before you guys went into a duel. I'm sure immediately forgotten. Um <laughs> Because then you guys started planning how you're going to mega cheat. I think that's what we're going to start to use now. Mega cheat in the duel. <laughs> so, um, so you guys remember your your plans? Can someone fill me in in the complete cheating plan for, for this duel? Okay. So we hired the one guy to poison Atherton's drink, and he was successful in doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had Sylvie saw the mushrooms. She knew that they were tied to Zinch. Right? Yeah, they were called zinch shrooms, and she she was able to tell you, oh, these are zinch shrooms. Yeah, and she they asked just if she could a... keep one, and for educational purposes, right? Yeah, I'm using air quotes. <laughs> educational purposes. So she knew what they were. We had Conrad. We we trusted Conrad to to also poison Atherton by wearing Further a glove, him. wiping the. <laughs> The mushroom on the glove and then shaking his hand. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. He took the, the, the green liquid, put it in his flask, flask and splashed it on it. And then, like, held his hand while he was shaking it and splashed <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what he did. Well, you went up to shake Atherton's hand and you were like, uh, 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 you like made him stop so you could glove yourself. Like, and I honestly don't know how you could be more rude to somebody than be like, uh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, you. <laughs> uh, but but we did it. So he he had that poison uh, as well. And then when the duel he started, he started winning. having these yeah. like crazy visions, and he was basically like tripping out of his mind as I was attacking him. Right, right. Which is 
for the record, based on the way I built him, you would have been hurting so bad. Oh, yeah. I already that. was hurting. Yeah. Like, I almost died even with him, like, seeing demons flying through the air. <laughs> right. In order for us to get to the duel, we had to take a carriage, and there was room for Heinrich, but he ran. <laughs> we didn't realize it, so Conrad just had Heinrich run along. <laughs> he built like a horse. <laughs> yeah. And and then you had like... him carrying bricks for some reason. We still don't know what the bricks were for. <laughs> Good old that Heinrich. Was... Oh, Good old Heinrich. Heinrich. <sighs> All right. Times. So the uh, the duel began. Atherton began to hallucinate, right, affecting his ability to fight. Um, while Otto was fighting this duel, Conrad and Heinrich worked the crowd, trying to find a way to provide some sort of advantage to Otto. Meanwhile, Lynn and Sylvie decided to approach the guard, uh, the guarded tower that was overlooking the duel ground there. And Lynn uses a spell to put a guard to sleep. It's just it's like her go-to spell. Yeah, she, likes, she, likes she made the, people to the sleep. one goblin in the goblin cave go to sleep, mm-hmm. and we executed him. It's <laughs> yeah. really useful, Orphaned guys. his kids. He had three kids. Okay, <laughs> you know what? They're green skin kids, and... Wow. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I t- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Johnny Cricket. <laughs> Lynn Morrill. <laughs> wow. Obviously Goodness. kidding. I was the one I don't advocating know for letting him sleep instead of murdering him, but then I murdered <laughs> It's better because he didn't know, right? He was asleep during it. So have to His kids will remember it forever. Oh, jeez. Oh, were they there? Were they no! watching? Oh, my gosh, you guys. No, they, they were up there. on the ledge. No, they weren't on the ledge. They were back in their little hovel preparing the birthday party for him. Oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> His official retirement party to. from... His retirement. You were, your days of murdering and pillaging are over. You can now stay home and spend time with family. Only one goblin in an entire generation ever gets this honor. Yeah, just and it's go, you. Just go and uh, work your last last shift inside the mushroom cave. That's just the last thing. You just we need to get one set. more mushroom, and they're really hard to find. No one's found them in years. But if you can find this, everything will be great. Yeah, and he was he wasn't even trying to attack us. He was literally hiding. Yeah. He was hiding. He was trying to. He's like, oh, I just need to get this and mushroom then Lynn, home to my kids. <laughs> Lynn <laughs> came in licking her lips with this bloodlust of. What? She was like, I need to kill today. For anybody who did not hear the actual episode, this is made up. I was not mean. I'm not a terrible person. Elf. <laughs> All right. Oh. So you uh Sylvie and Lynn go inside the tower and you remember what you saw? Everything. <laughs> nice. Lots of dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, so there was uh there was a bunch of dead yeah. bodies in there. Yep. With their uniforms taken off. Yes. Right. So, um, meanwhile, during uh, Otto and Heinrich also noticed unusual tears and bloodstains in the uniforms of the guards who were watching the duel, essentially yes. providing dual security. Because um, the guards in this concept would essentially be paid to not orchestrate, but like essentially mediate the duel. Yeah, just make right. it fair. And- yep. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, so Lynn and Sylvie, despite knowing absolutely nothing about using a cannon, <laughs> run up the stairs and get to the cannon on top of the, it's a small cannon on top of the, uh, the tower there. They managed to load it and shoot it, causing it to explode off the tower with such force, destroy a section of the wall where a few crossmen were preparing to fire at the duel. 
Um, they miraculously survived. I was overly generous, generous as a GM through here. through only the kindness of your heart, Lance. Did they? Make I it I made them roll for it, but in retrospect, I was way too nice. And um, yeah. Uh, uh. So you took down the wall, probably killed several things. Uh, Otto manages to kill Atherton. Um, barely. Yeah, barely. he was distracted. As I was also like on the brink of death. <laughs> yeah, a dislocated distra- arm. Like, yeah, badly wounded. And then, uh, it's then who comes riding over the hill, uh, with a bunch of guards is General Wolfgang. Um, basically arrests all of you. And, uh, and then we're, we're to recent history now. So I'm expecting all this is fresh in your guys' mind, right? So, uh, you guys were going to be executed the next day. But General Wolfgang stayed your execution. So kind of him. Um, because he wanted to know more information. He was very interested in what you might know about, you know, the goblin activities on the mountain. Mm-hmm. We also recognize one of the guards as either looking like Carl or being Carl. Right. Yeah. Which was interesting. Conrad basically stayed out of the cell by saying, I'm a noble. I'm going to play cards and play cards with the guards. Yep. And- Sylvie was like taken away to... Yeah, Sylvie was come and taken away. Because um, she's noble. And then Conrad was summoned and was gone. Um, Inside the prison cell was Hag, and he was like, had lost his mind and was uh, had been attacked. Bad, bad shape, yeah. I tried to save him because that's what did I did. Did you, though? I did try <laughs> to save him, thank you very much. She did try. She did try. So this is where where the chanting of uh, Matt and Lance were like it actually I, worked it's, it worked and and i started to feel a little bad because because lynn miscast right so actually and you double miscast yeah and so all Thanks the buckles and stuff right Definitely we never did really did that so i feel like at some point i'm gonna have that as an after effect where just like all of the buckles on everything she's wearing and zippers come undone because we never really did that in there and i feel like this is just like a long-term effect of a failed spell maybe I don't know. Yeah, the other effect, though, was good. Uh, yeah. Bleeding out of all of the orifices on the face. With seven bleeding conditions. Seven bleeding seven. conditions. Ooh. All, you had the... all because she wanted to purify water so that she could poop water. either either uh, heal Hag or drown him. And to be uh, we fair, for the sure. spell succeeded. Oh, yeah. That water was pure. Just everything around it was covered in blood. And then she... she <clears throat> so I, I felt... I loved the way this... So. Several rolls later, you rolled really well. Managed to stop the bleeding conditions. So we said that you did that by essentially covering your ears and shoving your face into Otto's chest to try to like yes. give as much pressure as possible. And he was put off by that. That's so weird. I thought we it were wasn't. Friends. It was the fact that there, you literally were like spraying <laughs> blood everywhere out of your eyes, nose, mouth, and ears. Like I'm pretty sure that would horrify anybody. I mean, if I saw you bleeding out of everywhere, I would come to your rescue. If you saw me spraying blood out of my eyes, <laughs> nose, mouth, and ears, you would not be like even somewhat startled for a moment. All right. All right. <laughs> Might be a little off putting. To be to be fair, do we really know that it was magic? I mean, they did almost explode a cannon like arm's length away. Thank you. There could have been a lot of damage. Thank you. Internal. It was bleeding, just waiting to erupt, hemorrhaging. guys. <laughs> so everywhere. Not only this. So now Hagwood kept talking about a beast and how it had been sent to finish him off. 
he apparently lost the amulet that he he had that he was supposed to return to his patron. Boy, that's rough. And he Conrad would, knew nothing about that. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> he wouldn't say any more, barely, barely grasping reality and afraid for his family. He kept talking about his family, that someone would kill them. The You attempted to heal Hag. Um, and so as part of the fallout of everything that happened with your miscast, you were put in a separate cell, gagged, and chained to the wall. Lynn was. And in addition, Lynn noticed a soldier that had an illusion spell on them. Uh, in reality, there was a tall, robed figure, and not the watchman he appeared to be. But she couldn't get very many details. Her perception apparently wasn't amazing, that role. I don't remember. Well, it, really it was the cannon blast. Week. Yeah. That, that's the only thing. Yeah. She had a concussion. And I had lost a lot of blood. Let's be clear. Nice. <laughs> she had blood in her eye. <laughs> so very early in the next morning... Uh, a Vargolf busts through the wall of the tower and into the cells. It kills Hag in a bloody fashion. Otto sacrifices himself, falling out the window and taking the Vargolf with him. Uh, Lynn, Conrad, and Heinrich. Conrad and Heinrich arrive just back in the nick of time. Uh, escape town, the town watch post, and as the, they accidentally sent the jail of flame. You remember your your lightning spell that you like mm-hmm. spent. That was that was pretty. So as a listener, was that awesome? That was really awesome. Like the, I really liked how we described it, like jumping across the bars and catching hat yep. and fire and yeah, yeah. That was that, that was, was well sweet. done. That was really cool. That was like, man, I want her to cast more spells. Like, Maybe I want her, I want you to succeed. Then? Yeah. I want you to succeed <laughs> and fail at the same time. I'm not gonna lie. Like, magic is so fascinating in this setting. So, and that's that's where we ended. Mm-hmm. So that I, is our story so far. Everyone, how's everyone feel about all those details and everything? Stuff you missed, stuff you're like, oh yeah, I needed to remember that. Yeah, so. not missed necessarily, but definitely remembered things that are like, oh man, that might be important. Or anything. didn't I kill a couple guards during the duel? I'm not sure. Oh, they were fake guards. No, you definitely killed. Well, yes, fake guards, but you yeah. definitely killed uh-huh. at least one. This was the first one. I think the first one I kind of cheap shot. I think I just yeah. hit them right in the back. Yeah, I think you attacked the guards before they had even really yeah. decided to <laughs> I mean, attack. that probably just threw the plan all the time. Uh, so, guys, I hope you found this recap interesting and fun. Um, I mean, cool. it was just a, a little bit of a, of, a, of a recap to bring everybody up to speed. Yeah, that way if you're just joining us, you don't have to, you'll know what's going on without listening through all the episodes, which we would encourage you to do, of course. But Right. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. This podcast and related website are completely unofficial and are not endorsed by Games Workshop Limited or Cubicle 7 Entertainment. It is intended for educational and informational purposes only. GW Games Workshop, Warhammer, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, and all associated logos, illustrations, images, names, creatures, races, vehicles, locations, weapons, characters, and the distinctive likenesses thereof are registered trademarks of Games Workshop Limited, Cubicle 7 Entertainment, or their respective trademark or copyright holders. All original content of this podcast, including any audio or video information, is the intellectual property of the Old World Podcast and Crimson Tower Studios, LLC.